Welcome to the Inside Muskegon Podcast with your host, Jason Pisecki. Now, here's Inside Muskegon. Welcome to Inside Muskegon. This is episode number 38. I'm Jason Pisecki. The Inside Muskegon Podcast is a weekly show featuring interviews with community leaders and comments from everyday people from Muskegon, Michigan. The goal of the podcast is to engage Muskegonites in a dialogue about the issues that affect our everyday lives. This week's show features an interview with Joel Howes, a commentary on the interview, listener feedback, and information on contacting Inside Muskegon. Our interview this week is with Joel Howes with the Muskegon Area Career Tech Center. I'm here with Joel Howes with the Muskegon Area Career Tech Center. Thank you for taking the time out with Inside Muskegon today. My pleasure to be here. Thank you, Jason. Why don't we start out talking a little bit about what the Career Tech Center is? Well... Let me start out with what the Career Tech Center isn't. Uh, many people think that the Career Tech Center is a place where students who aren't interested in college or aren't college material go to get their, to finish their high school education. And that couldn't be farther from the truth. The Career Tech Center is an opportunity for all students to go who are interested in technical careers. Um, a lot of students who come to the Career Tech Center don't think they want to go to college, but we uncover that in many cases, and the students get excited about what they're doing. Uh, their grades in the local st- districts go up, and they decide that college is, oh, you know, an option after all, and they get excited about it. What types of programs are offered at the Career Tech Center? Well, there are a number of what we call career pathways, but we have 20 programs um, that range from human services all the way through industrial, um, manufacturing, um, uh, high-tech and high-skill areas, uh, computer areas, um, commerce in terms of marketing and, um, for example, restaurant and hospitality management type programs, uh, a number of them. I can name them all. It takes me a minute to go through them all if you'd like. Well, we'll, we'll put a link in the show notes to your website so people can check it out Perfect. to get the complete Perfect. list. But-, but one of the things I would like to say about all of the programs is that all of them are designed to take students above what we, what you'd consider minimum wage jobs. Um, if I can elaborate, I'm going to go with that. Uh, um, when, when a student walks down the aisle, uh, any graduating student walks down the aisle with all the rest of their classmates, one of the things that the career tech students carry with them is, at the very least, a certificate of competencies, a number of, of skills enumerated at various levels of what they're capable of doing for an employer. And in addition, uh, many of the students walk out with actual professional certifications. Um, for example, um, CompTIA is a, a certification in A+, a, a, a computer repair certification. We test them right there at the center before they graduate. Some of our students walk out as certified nurse aides. Five of our students this year walked out with a cosmetology license, which is about a $6,000 Education, if they were to do that on the outside. And, and it goes on and on. We have lots of others, automotive, uh, HVAC, um, things like that. How are the programs selected? Is there a tie-in with local businesses, or do you look at trends in the industry and see where the jobs are going to be for students? Absolutely. Everything about career and technical education is tied to community needs, student interest. Uh, we work with the, the community college and other post-secondary institutions and very closely with business and industry. Um, all of those, th- and not to mention, you know, the trend, the, the employment trends, 
both locally, regionally, and, and of course we look at the national trends as well. But our big intention is to serve the area. Now, you have a really impressive facility at the Career Tech Center, a lot of uh, high-tech, innovative things going on there. Uh, take us on a little bit of tour and share some of the things that are happening with your facility. Okay. Well, the building is, uh, yeah, it's a technical marvel all, all in itself. And uh, there are a couple of publications coming from the ISD. Uh, the newsletter, which will be coming out, will have a little story about the technology of the building itself. Um, the building is... Um, Lead and I can't remember what the acronym stands for exactly, but it's a, a certification um, um, body that that looks at buildings and makes sure that they're environmentally friendly and and they do what they can do to recycle, et cetera. So, with that in mind, I can just name a few of the things. Uh, the building is geothermally heated and cooled. Now we do have a gas line in. We have some appliances that use gas and things like that, but um, the only heat that we use. Uh, that comes from the gas as a supplemental boiler for some of the high bay areas in the event that it gets really cold in the winter time, and um, the the stoves and things up in the culinary arts uh, lab, uh, and a paint booth that we have for auto body, which can do some amazing things with paint in terms of paint jobs. They it it goes from about room temperature to 160 in about 90 seconds. Uh, so we have that's our gas supply. But otherwise, the building is heated and cooled geothermally, and I say cooled as well. Each room is a zone, and it has its own heat pump. Most people recognize the windmill. That's the thing that everybody sees right away, and that's become something of an icon for us. Um, and and the windmill is sometimes misunderstood to generate all of our power. It doesn't, but it's a great teaching tool, and it certainly generates some of the power that we use. We also have uh, um, what they call photovoltaics. Uh, the short term for me is solar cells above the greenhouse. And, of course, the greenhouse has its own benefits. In addition to that, the the lighting is automated. To, that take then it takes advantage of the sun's arc, and there are awnings to help diffuse it. Um, automatic dimmers, and for those of you who understand fluorescent lights, fluorescent lights don't dim except ours do, and they dim automatically based on the ambient light coming in through the windows. Uh, it goes on and on. Uh, um, the parking lot runoff goes into basins instead of into into. Um, the aquifers or the streams and, and rivers. So those basins will do use the natural soil filtration before the, the water leaves the area. Uh, there's a number of innovative things that make it a, what they call a green building. Yeah, well, it's it's really a cool building. I mm-hmm. had the chance to take a tour. And is that something that's available to the public? I know I went through uh, with Leadership Muskegon. Actually, the building is open to the public, um, even during the school year, because we have a there's a restaurant that's open to the public at limited hours because we serve students and that's our primary responsibility but we have a restaurant we have a store we have a flower shop the auto body and auto service programs are open to the public um even machine tool and welding do sometimes jobs and again whatever we do has to fit the, the learning needs of the students or the class but by all means when the building is open come on in whether you get a guided tour or not it might be a different issue but certainly the building's open for people that want to see what it is what type of students go to the Career Tech Center, and how are they selected? We serve um, about 16 local districts, and depending on whether the, all the parochials use our facility or not. But um, the students are sent from local districts to us, and we have approximately just under 1,000 slots available for the locals to use. Um, 
the counselors take a look at students' interests and uh, abilities, and, and the counselors from the local district select who comes to the Career Tech Center. And it's prorated based on student population in the various schools. What is the importance of having a Career Tech Center here in the Muskegon area? Muskegon needs to be proud of about career and technical education, and I think only there are probably not very many people realize it, but Muskegon, Michigan was the first in the state of Michigan to have a career tech program, and it's one of the first in the country. It goes back to, I believe, 1895, and Charles Hackley when he built the manual training school. And what people need to realize is that while we were in the process of tearing our manual training school down, every other county in the state was building these new career tech centers. Muskegon operated on a, you know, on a wing and a prayer for about 50 years, and, and the program has always been in place. But we built the new center, uh, finally catching up with where we had been a leader for all these years. So um, Muskegon needs to be proud of that. And the Career Tech Center is a, a place now where students can go who want to go into technical areas. I, I strayed there a little bit, but I wanted to make sure that Muskegon residents know that you're really leaders here. And we just we stumbled a little bit in, in the middle of the century, but we're back to speed. To talk about the students themselves, um, the students that come to our program are any students. They're general education students, typically 11th and 12th graders. Um, and, look, some students learn really well in straight lines looking at blackboards or listening to lectures, but the vast majority of students learn much better when their learning can be verified through one of the five senses. And one of the great things about career and technical education is, and I'll use algebra for example, is those those letters that are so confusing to most students in algebra come to life in career and tech ed. In an electronics class, those letters mean something that the students can measure and feel or sense or are going to build some project that lights lights or rings buzzers or something. So when they solve their algebra problems in electronics class, they see relevance, they sense the result. And so uh, what we have is a lot of really bright kids everywhere, and no matter where you go, who who just learn better when they can see relevance and that they can sense the accomplishment that they've made when they go through difficult, and I like to use rigorous because that's a buzzword, academic issues. It just brings them to life. How about the impact on the Muskegon business community? Well, it's had, as I mentioned a few minutes ago, the the business community has benefited for 100 years from the Muskegon Area Career Tech Center. There are there are many businesses in town, and I can't tell you how many workers who have at one time or another attended either the Hackley Manual Training School, the Muskegon Area Vocational Consortium, and now the latest generation, which is really nothing more than a, a building and some updated curriculum, the Career Tech Center. So one of the things that we'll do now and better than ever is more and better and more up-to-date, highly skilled workers, which we hope will attract um, commerce and business to the area. We can fill the, the vacancies for present skilled workers, and we do that now. If you look in the automobile dealerships, the nursing homes and hospitals, um, the people that are fixing furnaces and things like that, they're here. So that's what we're doing for the community. And entrepreneurship is another thing that you need to keep in mind. Most of the programs that are out there uh, are well-suited to students who want to start their own auto shop or HVAC program, uh, a home health care uh, company if they want to, and keep in mind that we're all going to be there someday, uh, those kinds of things. Well, it's a very 
entrepreneurial uh, generation that we're in right now, people in my generation, which is Gen X and Y mm-hmm. and whatever comes next. I mean, people by themselves, by our very nature in the society that we're in, we are very entrepreneurial or intrapreneurial. If we work for an organization, you need to be self-motivated and you need to take initiative to succeed. So it's very encouraging for me to hear the types of programs that you have offered there. Right. One other point I'd like to make, and that is um, we are always concerned about foreign competition, especially the Chinas and, and Koreas and things like that. Manufacturing is certainly part of what we do or skills, skilled work within manufacturing. But um, most of our programs, including the manufacturing areas, are uh, the kinds of things that you just can't do from China. You can't get health care, you know, direct patient to, to uh, uh, service health care. That doesn't come across the Internet. Or um, uh, another example is auto repair. Or if your furnace goes out in the middle of the night, you don't dial up www.fixmyfurnace.com and, and the computer doesn't walk into the basement. So... Um, a lot of the things that we do are required that you have to have a human being to do it. Yeah. Very good point. All right. Let's move on to our final question. Okay. You have one minute alone with a student considering the Muskegon area career tech center. Make your pitch to get them to go to the school. Oh, I have to make a pitch. Um, well, first of all, I want to know what the student wants to do and what they want to do for the rest of the, you know, for the, what they see as their foreseeable work life. And and that's really the center of the whole thing. Everything that we do in education should be centered around what a student wants to do. So um, if if the student wants to become a research chemist or something like that, I probably wouldn't try to steer them toward the career tech center. But if the student said that they want to get into the medical business and they're not sure where, take a look at the health services class or the rehab tech class where you can go in and actually leave the program working in the health careers field. does a couple things for you. First of all, you're making money before you leave the high school, and in some cases with a certification, uh, a professional certification. The other thing that's really great about that is, is if you decide to go to college and pursue an advanced degree, you're rubbing elbows with the people that can help you do it. You often will find employers that will even pay for your college. Uh, through some kind of a tuition reimbursement uh, program or something like that. So uh, to use that for an example, yeah, if you're interested in the medical business, come over here, take a look at the medical business from a number of facets, mix in with them, and those people will be your mentors and help guide you through the whole process for as far as you want to go. Well said. Well, thank you very much, Joe. Really enjoyed it. Well, it was my pleasure. And uh, if plug the website, uh, Muskegon isd.org and uh there's a there's a a little bar across the top where you get a chance to to pick ctc the curriculum is there uh uh, description of programs the whole thing is there and certainly contact us and stop in and look at the building and uh, we, we the muskegon people the people of muskegon county need to to recognize that they've done some really good things here for their students and ultimately it's it'll be a big big uh um payback to the community All right. Well, thanks again. Thank you, Jason. Students learn differently. Some students perform very well in a traditional classroom structure. Others thrive in a hands-on learning environment. The Muskegon Area Career Tech Center offers over 20 programs 
for 11th and 12th grade students to apply what they learn in class. Joe touched on a few programs offered at the Career Tech Center. I wanted to highlight a few other programs that the average person might not associate with a tech center. They have computer-aided design, commercial arts, early childhood development with a daycare on-site, financial management and accounting, graphic arts and printing, horticulture with a working greenhouse for students to learn in, internet, network, and security technologies, marketing and e-commerce, and restaurant catering and culinary management. The Muskegon Area Career Tech Center has their finger on the pulse of the Muskegon business community. The programs just mentioned are many of the hot careers of today. After completing their training at the Career Tech Center, students can either go on to college, as Joe said many of them do, or become a productive member of the workforce right away. The Muskegon Area Career Tech Center is truly a world-class training center. The facility is amazing. It's hard to appreciate things like geothermal heating and cooling systems, wind turbines, and solar panels without actually seeing them in person. The Career Tech Center is something that everyone in Muskegon should take pride in. I highly recommend making the time to take a tour. They have some incredible technology on site. In fact, I think many area businesses would be a bit envious of the amount of innovation going on there. So for more information on the Muskegon Area Career Tech Center, visit their website at muskegonisd.org. I'm going to move on now to some listener feedback. We've had some really good comments posted to the website over the last few episodes. I want to share a few of those right now. The first one is from episode number 34 with Gail Brechting with the West Michigan Concert Winds. And they say, Gail, how do you do this? Full-time teacher, and I could feel the hours you invested in all of this. You are one of those special people that do it because you care. As a Muskegonite, I salute you. You are one of many local people helping make this wonderful community what it is. Thank you for giving. The next comment was from episode number 36 with John McGarry from the Muskegon County Museum. And they say, I have visited but did not know several things about the museum. Maybe one of the most interesting things, John said, is about cultural tourism. It seems that our history can help our future. Also, the third boom that is just coming and that it too will become history. I want to thank the listeners for those comments and for the latest feedback, visit InsideMuskegon.com. You can post your comments to the site, view the comments of others, and even comment on their comments. Feedback can also be left via voicemail at 231-354-2332. When dialing, be sure to include the 1 and 231 and leave your name and city in the message. That brings us to the conclusion of episode number 38 of Inside Muskegon. For more information, visit our website at InsideMuskegon.com. Inside Muskegon is produced by Jeremy Sear. For Inside Muskegon, I'm Jason Pisecki. Feedback is welcome at Jason at InsideMuskegon.com. This has been the Inside Muskegon Podcast. Comments are welcome through our website or by emailing jason at insidemuskegon.com.